Welcome once again to another edition of the Brattlecast, and this is done with a little bit of chewing gum and spit, but it's being done. I'm Jordan Rich, and I'm recording from my home studio in Boston, and I'm talking with my Boston neighbor, Ken Gloss, of the Brattle Bookshop in Boston on West Street, and we've been doing uh, these podcasts during the coronavirus COVID-19, let's call it, situation, which has everybody indoors. And Ken, you've been uh, going to your store just to make sure that it's in one piece and keeping things afloat. You're wise to keep your staff away for the most part. But uh, you've had an opportunity, uh, there's always an opportunity in life, to uh, to take a look at some stuff in the basement that you haven't had a chance to unfurl. What's going on? What are you finding? Well, one of the things in this, I do a lot of times during the day, I'm help, busy helping customers who work here that we're doing that or we're going out to houses, estates, and bringing in thousands of books every week. Well, I can't do that now. But one of the things that happens when you bring in thousands of books on a regular basis, there are always the boxes that get put down in the basement and you say, I'll get to these when I get to them, when I have some time. Uh, you know, some of them will be a lot of fun. Some of them, gee, I wonder why I put them there, and there's a reason why I didn't want to get to them. So I've had time, and uh, now a lot of this I haven't had be able to do all the research I want, but I've been starting to go through some of the boxes, and uh, you know I had some interesting things in the basement that I was that I had forgot about. Hopefully, I can get them all priced and ready to go as soon as uh, our whole business world gets going again. But I was down in the basement, and I was going through a box, and uh, I had a bunch of old books. Uh, They were just a bunch of, I don't even remember where they came from. Uh, I opened one up, and it was an old hymnal. And, you know, we get lots and lots of old hymnals. And, uh, you know, I I said, I wonder why I put this one aside. Well, when I opened up, it was a Handel and Hayden Society. uh, And... It was an older one. I said, well, gee, maybe it's one of the earlier ones. It turned out it was the first hymnal put out by the Handel and Haydn Society. And I started doing research, and I was looking up and trying to figure out where copies were. Well, none of them have showed up for sale for, as far as I could find, in initial research at all. So, wow, hey, here's a real find. And it was just probably sitting there forever. Uh, the same box I was going through, and there was a, a book printed in Harvard, Massachusetts, which, not the university, but the town of Harvard, which is about 25 miles out of the city, but that was one of the early Shaker communities. Mm. There was an early book from that community. So I started looking that up and doing research, and actually probably spending more time than I usually do trying to find out the history behind it, the community, uh, that was fun. Then, uh, next thing, um, I opened another box, totally uh, changing things. I found a copy of Our Body Ourselves, one of the early Boston women's um, magazines and, and the reference books, uh, one of the early editions, and I'm flipping through that and sort of looking to see how, what has improved, what's changed. Uh, and it was just, you know, I'm saying all of this has been here, I've been meaning to get to it. Uh, and then there was one book that I knew why I had put it down in the basement. Uh, it was a, and I don't usually have books that I don't like to put out. 
but particularly where we have one type of disaster now, this was the uh, Anarchist Cookbook. And what that is, is a whole, it came out in the 60s, but it's a whole directory on how to make bombs. Oh, yes, uh, yes, that's been uh, controversial over the years, yeah. Well, very controversial, because quite honestly, it's a good textbook for doing that. <laughs> so I know why I put that in the basement and did it. Wow. And there are very, very few books that I feel, gee, you know, I, it, it's my own personal, I don't sell it, but someone else would like it. This one, I wouldn't feel right. Uh, we've no. got enough problems in the world right now, and in particular. But one of the things that even I was looking at and, and finding interesting was, what is there? I found a uh, book that had, I, I had bought in a large collection. I thought I had misplaced it. It was a, a signed book by Virginia Woolf, which actually I had been looking for. I didn't know what happened to it. Uh, and it was just down in another uh, pile. So, you know, I'm sitting down in the basement of the store. I've got a radio on sort of listening to uh, I, things about the virus and what's happening and worrying and sort of hoping for hope. And then at the same time, I'm plowing through and digging and getting into things that I can take my mind off of it with. Mm. And one of the things that I find when you're uh, doing this is that one of the great things is when you open a book, especially if you have a little extra time, you can maybe do the a little bit of research. You can read a little bit more about it. Uh, talk about uh, or think about who you're going to get this to, who's going to find it. And that's one of the joys of the business, and, and books in and of themselves are something that in many cases can take your mind off of your worries, and that's, I'm just having fun sitting here, and actually right now I'm looking at some of this, uh, got a book on cybernetics uh, by a man named Norbert Wiener, who was a professor at MIT, but he was one of the first uh, professors and scientists who was dealing with artificial intelligence back in the 40s and 50s, and this was signed. And then all I could think of was my uncle had him as a professor and said he really was the absent-minded professor. Mm. So it, it's interesting when you look and you start going through boxes of old material. It's almost like going up into the attic and finding an old photo album as a family. Well, I would uh, think that you're, you're inspiring a lot of people because we've got nothing to do but be home right now, and uh, a lot of people might have treasured items that they're not even aware of. Well, absolutely. And, but I think the joy of books and the joy of the sort of ephemeral material that you have there, do this day in, day out, is being able to find that treasure, even though... I probably should have known it was there, but I don't know how long it was there. I know we've been in this building for about 40 years, so it, so it has to at least, can't be there much longer than that. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a chance for me to sort of look, go, and do it at a much more leisurely place than, than I can, and take my mind off of some of the concerns and worries and, you know, and Maybe a few of these things I'll be able to pull out, uh, call someone up, email somebody. Uh, we can do it without contact, maybe even uh, with either FaceTime, Zoom, or 
photos or pictures nowadays and, you know, maybe get a little bit of income coming in so that, you know, we can pay a few of the bills while this is going on and come out of the other end of it at least still here, which we absolutely will do. Absolutely, and I think one of the key takeaways from our discussion today on this topic is the idea that you and your world, me and mine, and so many others are are reaching out to connect, even though we can't touch each other. It's a, it's an odd but happy thing that's happening, I think, a good positive thing that people are making an effort, electronically at least, or by phone, to do what you're talking about. Well, absolutely, and even with uh, doing this podcast, Jordan, I mean, normally we're sitting in a studio looking at each other, uh, and, you know, I'd have, I usually bring something along, maybe a, a newspaper from the Civil War or the Revolution, or uh, a, I remember one of them, I brought a, uh, a copy of Playboy, the only thing it was, it was in Braille. <laughs> I'm still upset about that, by the way. I was looking forward to Playboy. <laughs> but but it, 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 it sort of brings the item to the conversation, even though our listeners can't see it, and Maybe that's a little bit of what you lose, but we know each other well enough and we've done this enough that even the description sometimes of what's coming in and, and what I'm talking about and the boxes of books piled around me in the basement and sort of pulling this out and looking at that item, uh, it's one of the joys of the collecting. And I'm guessing, too, that a lot of the regulars who come in here and a lot of the customers who come in uh, you know, maybe they're actually reading some of the books that they've accumulated. And, uh, you know, many collectors, uh, they're all, well, some of them verge on hoarders, but many of the collectors are in every day buying and buying, and they just love having it. They love possessing it. They love having their house filled with books and looking around. But they actually never have time to read a lot of it. So maybe they're catching up on that, and that's a good side of it, too. Well, it's all good uh, knowing that you're safe and that people are connecting. And they can connect with you by visiting the website, brattlebookshop.com. Ken is very accessible, as I am, uh, just seemingly because we're in one place. But it is a great idea. And one of the things that people might want to do if they're just discovering the podcast is to go back and, you know, download and subscribe and be a regular subscriber because we do these regularly. uh, And no matter what the situation, just take the present case uh, noted. But I really appreciate you being there, Ken. And uh, needless to say, you you do get lost in a good way in your work, and we we feel that we hear that when you're on with me. And what we're hoping is that very soon I can actually be seeing you in the studio. Customers can be coming in, life can get back to normal, and social contact. Even though reading a book is great in diverting, hopefully soon we'll have social contact, and everybody will. That's my wish as well. Amen to that. Thank you, sir. Ken Gloss of the Brattle Bookshop will continue with these podcasts. You can count on that. In the meantime, go to brattlebookshop.com and stay strong, everyone.